And we provide uh, those uh, governing bodies opportunities for their people to seek the choices that will, that will benefit them within their own freedoms and liberties. And that will bring us back to a conversation here at home that I know you have touched on several times and we have talked about uh, surrounding the issue of vaping and alternatives to traditional smoking. Well, in the new year, the Trump administration and the FDA has moved forward with a ban on all flavored type of vaping cartridges except tobacco and menthol. Uh, what's your thoughts on that? Given what we know, we kind of knew when these illnesses were coming out, these respiratory illnesses that led to a few deaths across our country here in the United States, uh, that uh, many of those illnesses were related to black market type of products being purchased and then inhaled by these folks. And that led to an all-out assault on the vaping industry. Oh, yeah, Joe. I think that, that news broke on the Joe Catanacci show on the Big Talker FM. <laughs> no doubt. Um, so it was good to have that over the summer. Uh, but, but what we see here... Look, there's two ways to look at it. Number one is we don't have a total ban. Uh, there's a lot of these tobacco control groups who, because less people are smoking today, have nothing to do. So they turn their efforts on trying to stop vaping, which has been one of the greatest technological innovations of the last 50 years when it comes to prolonging lives. They've turned their attention to that, and they were intent on banning everything not just your Juul, your Enjoy, your pod-based device, but also these open tank systems, the large um, plumes of cloud that you might see from some people in the streets. These are open tank systems where people mix their own flavors and nicotine um, to their liking. So there was a proposal to ban all of that, and we don't have that. We instead have that for the pod-based devices, uh, you just are not going to be allowed to have any flavors but for tobacco and menthol. Not the best strategy, um, but again, a lot of the other e-cigarettes and vaping companies have already taken a lot of these products off of the market, um, but it reduces choice. Look, this isn't good. This is what people have used to quit smoking now for the last decade. It's been a great innovation. It's actually recommended by governments like New Zealand and the United Kingdom. They say that this is the best way to get people to cut down smoking. Meanwhile, in the United States, it seems as if the tobacco control groups would rather people keep smoking. Uh, there's a great meme that was going on on Facebook that said, here's a, a nice plant-based alternative to vaping, and it just shows a picture of a cigarette. And that's exactly it, because all the regulations uh, that a lot of these groups are trying to implement and trying to get passed, they're making it harder for the everyday person who's in the middle of North Carolina or the middle of Pennsylvania who's been smoking for 20 years. They want to quit. They're able to take up vaping. It's great. It's delicious. It allows them to get their fix of nicotine. And now there are more regulations that are going to clamp down on their choice. Now, I think that's bad. But then again, it could have been a lot worse. So we can't always celebrate wins, but sometimes we can celebrate uh, when bad laws are not passed. So I think that is one of these circumstances. Yael Lasowski from the Consumer Choice Center with us uh, here this morning. Did they also raise the age limit on the, the ability to purchase these products as well? Yeah, they did. So if, uh, it's the same for vaping and uh, for tobacco products, all tobacco products, whether it be your snooze or your cigarettes. Um, it is now at 21 years old. Mm -hmm. 
So we, we talked in the previous part of the program about uh, you know potential war, conflict. Uh, you can easily enlist. You can go down to the Navy office or the Army office at 18, and you can enlist, and you can be drafted to go overseas. But you cannot buy a cigarette. You can't buy a vaping device, and surely you cannot drink a beer. Um, definitely it's a discrepancy. We don't need to be raising the ages. I mean, if anything, people are more mature now than they've ever been. And I think education is a lot better. I don't understand why we need to continually paternalize uh, the younger people who have reached 18 years old. I mean, if they're considered adults when it comes to contracts, if they're considered adults when it comes to being able to drive a car and go into the military, I think they should be able to sit down at the end of the day, have a beer, take a puff from their vape. It's the least we can do in a free society, and I, I hope we can reverse this uh, when the time comes. But uh, unfortunately, there's a, a little bit of bad news in the new year. And uh, with that, uh, as my doctor always tells me, everything in moderation. And also, on top of that, when we talk about raising the age, uh, doesn't that just uh, provide an unintended consequence that uh, these kids are going to seek, uh, well, black market type products that led to all of this in the first place? Yeah, there's, there's essentially two ways you can get it. There's, hey, mister, you go to the convenience store, you go to the grocery store, <laughs> and you try to ask a stranger to buy something. Oh, it looks like uh, we lost uh, Yael here this morning as uh, he's calling, of course, from Vienna, Austria, and typically has a, a great uh, connection through our phone line. But as he was uh, saying, there's two ways to do it. Uh, you go ask uh, the homeless guy down the street to, uh, here, here's uh, five bucks uh, to get yourself a little taste and just get me some on the way out. Or uh, you go into the black market where then you create a, a uh, you know environment in which you can become extremely, uh, you know, at the behest of uh, those people who you are doing business with. Uh, yeah, yeah, typically a great connection. Sorry about that, but uh, go ahead, continue. No, no, I was saying, look, there's two ways that uh, a lot of younger people are now going to get their stuff. They're either going to play, hey, mister, they're going to go to the grocery store, they're going to try to ask a stranger, or they're going to go to the black market. And let me tell you, the black market today is not just alleyways. It's the internet, it's the dark net it's these entire systems and websites that most people don't even know about where it's so easy to procure things that now we're gonna that's not just gonna be drugs it's not just gonna be cannabis or cocaine you're actually gonna start seeing mainstream vaping devices with watermelon or mango flavoring that are gonna pop up on these things and that's not how we want people to buy products it's not how we want people to consume them Products that we sell and buy in the market are its best when it's out in the open, when we know exactly what the ingredients are, when we can have a kind of competency of some kind of regulatory body. The more and more that you regulate things or you make them illegal, they're just pushed to the black market. And let me tell you something, that drug dealer does not care what your age is. He's not checking for ID, and he's surely not checking every ingredient in the product. So obviously a very dangerous move. Um, I hope that we can kind of turn this around. I mean, we have to think prohibition of alcohol ended uh, a long time ago, and yet it seems we're fighting the same battle over and over and over again. I don't know what the next product will be, but surely, Joe, they'll come up with something. 
Yael Osowski from the Consumer Choice Center, the consumer advocacy group supporting lifestyle freedom, innovation, privacy, science, and consumer choice, the global grassroots movement for consumer choice. You can find more of Yael's thoughts along with his great uh, colleagues at consumerchoicecenter.org. Yael, it was a pleasure catching up. Great insight as always. We'll talk to you next week. Sounds so good, Joe, and look forward to the great collaboration with Big Talker FM. All the best. No question. Consumerchoicecenter.org, and we look forward to getting their broadcast on our airwaves Saturday mornings here on the Big Talker moving into 2020. We're eight minutes in front of the hour. We'll take one more final timeout when we wrap it up. Well, quick week, two days, and then another weekend ahead. And what is it going to be? 75 degrees out this weekend here in Wilmington, at least today, before things cool down with some rain moving through the weekend. We'll be back to wrap it up after this.